Welcome back. Liam here, and this is the season finale part two, the continuation of episode nine, in which Dr. Gibson addresses the challenge of choosing which PDRI tool to use in projects that encompass more than one sector. Stay tuned. So, in effect, the scope definition package is different for each project type as well as the team. It looks like the, pur- the purpose is shared, but the steps are different. What suggestions would you give to practitioners if they are faced with a program that encompasses more than one sector? So, you know, the steps are generally the same, even though in the different sectors they call them different names. Uh, you, you know, there's always this feasibility, then it goes into concept, and then you get into the detailed scope. So, but people call them different things. For instance, in the building sector, they'll call them um, programming, schematic design, design development, you know, and it's different than that in terms of the actual um, uh, an industrial facility where they may call it front end loading one, front end loading two, front end loading three. Uh, what I would say a few things. One, uh, as we look at this and done this research over the years, we've actually developed a project definition rating index or PDRI tools for each one of these sectors. So that helps because it talks about the, the nuances and differences of what we would be concerned about. Secondly, what I would say is that many times a project really is a combination of a number of projects or a program. And so you may have an industrial facility that has uh, um, you know, a pipeline that comes into it. It may have uh, you know, some kind of a a um, rail facility that comes in to, to bring raw materials. Um, it may also have a, a distribution system for electric electricity and so on. Uh, what I've seen is that those types of projects that make up the program require different kinds of design expertise. And so many times it's, it makes sense in front and planning to divide those up into smaller projects so that we make sure that we don't miss things as we move forward. And so the front end planning process as I've talked about this entire season is difficult. In some cases, it's fairly chaotic um, as we go through it. And it makes sense to divide it up into bite-sized chunks so that we can make it happen. So kind of what I would say overall is that front end planning is required or should be required for every project. Uh, the process is very similar, but the flavors and nuances of the process changes as you move from different kinds of projects to, to other kinds of projects in the same sector. And even as we do a project, project A and project B are very similar to each other. We shouldn't think that we have it down if we did project A successfully and now we're going to project B, which is a very much a copycat of that first project. We still need to do planning. Uh, I've never seen two projects that were exactly the same. That is very true. Uh, I have to agree with that. Uh, just going through uh, those episodes that we had in the past about um, the stories of failures in the past and all that, times and times again, we've faced this whole thing that you just mentioned. Um, every project is its own beast. And if we just go ahead and not pay attention to those steps, you know, things can go sideways real fast. And then sometimes the toll is going to be very, very high. Well, with that, we're going to wrap up today's episode. Thank you, Dr. Gibson.
for giving us your time today. We will have you on our future episodes next season with more questions and discussions. If you're listening to this podcast, please don't hesitate to contact us with your questions or suggestions. Have a good rest of your day, and thank you for listening to this season. Thanks, Liam. It's been a pleasure to be talking about this with you this season. Likewise. Yeah.